If you enjoy listening to inspirational stories from people just like us, facing the fear and doing it anyway, then you're in the right place. My name is Claire Hill and this is the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. Hello, welcome to an amazing episode of the No Rest for the Vivid podcast. I have interviewed the amazing Bethany Taylor today and Bethany is one of the she's one of those people obviously I've not met her in real life she's over the other side of the world in Bali as you do and I was just really drawn to her and her you can just see her values and how she sees the world is so evident in all of her social media her messaging everything and I had been following her for a little while and I thought oh I really want to have a good chat to her um, I did have a lovely chat with her on the podcast, which is following all about human design. And then I did book a call with her and she did a full um, human design detailed reading and told me lots of things about myself that I already know. But I, you know, it was really nice to hear someone else say it and how I can help my businesses with those elements. It was so good. I'm going to put all of her links in the show notes just so that you can get in touch with her if you want a similar reading. But you're you're going to love this episode, honestly. She's such a babe and really, really inspiring. Really, really inspiring. So enjoy. If you like this episode, please share and subscribe. Have an amazing week. Hey, Bethany. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm brilliant. Thank you. Good, good. Thanks so much for coming on. Um, for those people that don't know who you are, what's your name? Where do you come from? And what do you do? So Bethany or B, as we just said, <laughs> um, I'm actually from England originally. So Manchester in England, but I've been living in Asia for the past five years. So I was in Vietnam. Now I'm in Bali for the past two years. So my journey's pretty much been a big whirlwind of different entrepreneurial kind of approaches. And I went from network marketing basically into coaching, then into human design. So now I'm a human design expert, but also general. I, I call it like an all things coach. Like a, I don't like that niche vibe of like, what do you like? I'm a business coach. I'm a human design coach. I'm a life coach. You know, like, what do you need? And I'll tell you if I can do it. Vibe, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, ha- I help people with a range of things. You know, I have like new moms. I have people new to business. I have people just on the start of their human design journey. But I do put human design as the forefront because my my intention is to bridge the mind and body so that we come back to who we are as unique beings so that we can find what's for us rather than trying to like put ourselves in the boxes that we think we should be in so it's really about you know deconditioning who we think we should be and coming back to who we came here to be oh I love that yeah god that was so (laughs) articulate you just smashed it then (laughs) I love it so how did you get into the whole like you said network marketing first and then into coaching can you remember like how you fell into it Yeah, well, I was a kindergarten teacher. So in Vietnam, I was a kindergarten teacher. Um, I built my way up to that. Like I started with this like random family and I was like, I'm just going to be a teacher because it's what pays. So I was a kindergarten teacher. And I remember having this line in the sand moment. Now I love kids, but 25, Mm three-year-olds, 
every single day for eight hours it's a lot so I remember just like snapping one day and being like this isn't what I should be doing with my life like this is not actually what I want to be doing I want to be helping people but like this ain't it so I just kind of then I wasn't even really into like manifestation or anything like that and I just put out the feelers of I want more Hmm. and it dropped in like I just kept seeing this network marketing brand I don't know if you've heard of a Najik and Kangen water but like that's I ended up in this brand and it was like this community and I invested like seven thousand pounds and I was just like I don't know like I just need a way you know um but I'm really grateful because it helped me to gain the confidence it helped me build my own brand and then I started to realize that it wasn't really about the the selling when I was mentoring my team they were coming to me for like personal development stuff and I was enjoying speaking about personal development. So I was like, well, why don't I help more people? So I hired a mentor, worked with her, launched my first program. Then I ended up having a motorbike accident and I couldn't work for nine months. (laughs) Oh, that's a little bit of a kicker in the old. A little bit. Oh shit, really? Oh my God. Headbutt in the floor. it must have taken you ages to recover from that yeah because I I kept having setbacks so it was meant to be like a six-week progress which I like I don't know how I even believed that they were like we've wired your jaw shut it's going to be six weeks like come on of course it's not you know but I was hell-bent on getting back to work so I was like I'll be back in six weeks I'll be fine and then it was like another surgery infection another surgery and it took about like I'm still healing definitely Mm. but the physical piece took about nine months because then it was like my gut was messed up you know there was so many identity shifts and so it took a while and it was like right at the start of my my second business so I was like oh no so I had to start basically again from this year January was when I kind of because I burnt everything pretty much to the ground as well. Because I was like, I have a whole new identity. I can't, I can't do the same things as I was doing before. Yeah. So I just started again. But that's how human design came in as well. Because I leveraged that a lot through my healing. And that's what enabled me to kind of like stay grounded through it all. Wow. So was that in Vietnam you were accident? Bali. Oh, yeah, Bali, it was, was last, it? last February. Oh, I had a, a bike accident in Vietnam and I like smashed my, my, I didn't break it, thankfully, but I sort of like hopped. <laughs> like, that's another story for another day, how I got into that accident anyway. But um, <laughs> Vietnam yeah. mental though. The doctors were like, how have you crashed in Bali when you lived in Vietnam for three years? Like, yes. how is that on- if anyone's listening and not been to Vietnam, when you get there, like everybody's on a bike and when you have to cross the road, you just have to walk you don't they don't stop for you you just have to walk and the bikes go round you I remember my first time I was like I'm gonna shit myself I'm gonna shit myself no it's okay but yeah <laughs> it's crazy isn't it so you had your so for those people who don't know what human design is my um, assistant I was uh, running through and telling her about you because I had your free design thing which I'll link in the um you're still doing them aren't you yeah I, I saw yeah so I'll link them in the show notes. And I was like, I'm a projector. And she was like, what the hell does that mean? I was like, okay, let's do you. And I think she's like a, um, oh, bugger, a manifesting generator oh, or something like that. So I was like, yeah. oh, you know, this is what it is. It's about energy. And, you know, she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I could not articulate yeah. because I was oh. like, actually, I just know what I'm a projector. That's 
basically it. And I have yeah. to wait to be invited. That's basically all I really know, apart from what you told me in your report. But for all the novices, what is human design? Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful, actually, that you have a Mangen um, assistant because projectors are also here to pretty much like, like navigate and have the ideas, but then to give the work to other people. <laughs> like, you're supposed to just download and guide and like, okay, that needs doing and that needs doing, whereas the generators and the Mangens are like the worker bees, so we can actually hold so much. So human design is basically, it's a mixture of different sciences, so traditional and modern science. And it basically blends together. So a lot of people are familiar with astrology and the chakra system as like a general thing. It blends these kind of things in, but it focuses more on energetics. So it really shows you like in simplistic, very simplistic terms, imagine that each of us is, you know, a soul in a vehicle and the vehicle is our body. Mm. Now this vehicle is like an electrical circuit, you know, and sometimes we experience blocks in our circuit. Each of our circuits work differently. We're all different models. So even like an iPhone, you know, when your iPhone breaks or you get water in it, it's going to glitch, it short circuits. So you have to fix that break. Now humans are the same, but we're all conditioned from school to navigate on the same circuit. So that circuit for a lot of people is, go get this job, do this, do this at that age, do this, do this, do this, do this. When we're all different types of vehicle and energy and fuel, mm. right? So human design is like, you know, I'm a manjan, you're a projector. Now that's just the basic type, right? There's mm. so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like, it, it's a massive rabbit hole. It really is. <laughs> but um, basically it shows you, how your vehicle operates, how to drive it in the world around you, and also like what fuel to put in it, right? So mm. it, it's basically how our energy works. Like I said before, it really shows us to kind of release who we think we should be because it really focuses on the mental pressure part of we're not actually meant to make decisions in our body. Was uh, in our head. Sorry, we're supposed to be navigating from our body. So then, once we eliminate the who we think we should be, human design shows us the pathway to reconnect with who we came here to be, which is, you know, projectors are guides. You're supposed to be the one navigating your process, sharing with other people what that process does for you, how it's, you know, expanded your life, and then they come in and they go, hey can I learn more from you? Cause this looks really interesting rather than you going out because guides don't do that. I always refer like guides to Gandalf, like Gandalf doesn't go. <laughs> no. People are like coming to him. He just appears yeah. in the right place, shares, and then poof, he's gone again. You know, he do <laughs> That's the projector, you know? So it's like, it really shows you these skills that you can, you can navigate. And especially in business, like we're all following these different strategies when actually you might be following a projector strategy, but you're a generator. So of course it's not working. Mm. It's like the yeah. God, it's fascinating. And it's so, I like, I think when I first came across it, um, I just, somebody said to me, oh, there's not many projectors around. And I was like, I just still, it, the, th the only thing that I don't get with projectors is it says that you run out of energy but I don't feel like I ever run out of energy. That's the only thing, but because, but other than that, yeah, it's pretty to the sea. In my membership, I'm, I'm going to be like Gandalf now, just come in and be like, here's your wisdom. Perfect, I go, off I go. But yeah, no, it's fascinating stuff, isn't it? 
Yeah, and I mean, with that, with the energy part, so projectors are 20% of the population. So yeah, you are in the light minority. But um, what it is with the energy is you look into your centers. So you may be a projector, but you may have a lot of like gates and, and centers. And I mean, this is again, more like kind of diving mm. deeper. But you go out and you, you're a non-energy type. So you go out and your vehicle charges through the external world. Now this can be nature, this can be people, this could be your children, you know, like this could be everything. Mm. So you charge from other people and you get your energy. So it may be that you're around the right people that give you that energy, right? And then for me, I'm an energy type. So I'm giving energy because I've got this battery pack that pretty much just blares out energy all the time. Mm. So this is also this common misconception of, when we look on the surface of human design and there's all these definitions of you're this so it means this we attach to that sometimes when actually there's more depth to it yeah and yeah, yeah. you can be a projector and still have a shit ton of energy you can be a man gen and want to nap all the time it really depends on again your vehicle yeah yeah I love that so how did you say you're you've got your might you, you might have accident and then you sort of <laughs> like so did human design like what happened how did you get into it it literally saved my life like it's crazy so I found it four years ago on a guest speaking call for my first business the network marketing I remember just being like whoa but like a lot of people this is a lot yeah I don't have time for it it's not a priority I didn't prioritize it and looking back like oh my god but I just wasn't ready so then when I was in the hospital obviously I was trying to learn or whatever and it popped back up again so I looked into my chart and it that was when I got drew into the centers piece um where I'm conditioned so we have different centers and it shows us where where we can be conditioned by the external world and where we can condition and influence the world around us too and um there's one center called the spleen and it's the well-being intuition primal center and mine is open which means that the world is conditioning me through that center and I've got to be aware of it I was going into the hospital every single day and I was doing all the things I was like Joe Dispenza eating healthy you know everything to avoid you know getting an infection or whatever and everything that could have happened wrong happened and I was like Mm. why my mindset is strong like how is this happening so I looked into the spleen I was like oh my god like I'm going into the hospital every single day and they're telling me these things they're asserting to me and I'm just letting them tell me that that's my my narrative and I realized it through that conditioning so then I basically turned it around and I was like I'm going in and I'm telling them they've got to do another test. I don't care if it comes back negative. I want them to find a way. Like, and I basically laid the law down and they found the source of my infection and like got the medication the next day, healed my infection the next day. Cause it was like really close to my brain. So they were really worried. Um, Whoa, so wow, I was like, okay, well that, um, that works, you know? So then I just went all the way in and I was like, okay, I need to share this with people because it's it's just life-changing and I realized a lot of people just know it but they don't live it right mm. and there's a real difference between knowing it and living it and what do you think holds people back from living it honestly I just feel like they tap into the information like I did and there's so much that they go it's not a priority because again like it depends if you're drawn to it but this is what what I did I bought a blueprint which is something I offer but it's it's an ebook right so you're not really getting a spec you're reading it and if you're just reading it and you're not applying it 
then it's staying here, right? It's staying at a logical level. Now, if we're going to learn anything, we need to do it. So then I realized that because I hadn't had the reading for three years, I couldn't understand how to integrate it. Nobody was applying it. And then I started to apply it to my life. Like, okay, well, what does wait to respond really mean? Okay, let me try it in this circumstance. Let me try it in this. And my profile is the investigator. So I was literally investigating how it worked noting the results so that I could teach other people in the same way because it's overwhelming it really is it's it's Mm. a lot to look at it looks like a mathematical equation when you pull up your chart like this is like algebra like where do I even start yeah and so how do so it's all based on I mean anyone can google and find out their type can't they Um, and they it uses like the time you were born the place you were born that's basically it, isn't it? Like yeah, when where you were born. Yeah. yeah. And it's so fascinating. Like how do, I suppose this is probably a really in-depth question to ask, but how did they know? How do, who knows? Where is it that they say, oh, because you were born in, like for me, Gravesend, Kent, on this day, that that means that you're a projector. Like how does that work? It's similar in regard to astrology. So the way that I don't, and I don't know how astrology is generated, but they mix together astrology. They mix together the planetary system. So the numbers on either side of your chart that you see, they're actually planets. So it does merge a lot of the astrology stuff, like the, the life chart. So if you actually look at a human design chart, that's the quantum chart, you'll actually see that it's like, um, it's like an astrology graph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all the lines and like it's it's mental and that's why they've made it into more so they mix a lot of these things and they mix something called the I Ching as well which is the Chinese book of changes which is traditional Chinese kind of approaches to healing so they use Chinese medicine they use the I Ching um so it mixes that too so mm. it's basically the same way astrology is generated through all the planets and all like and they base it heavily on the science of energy too oh I love it Okay, because that was really, I was like, how do they know? Who's they, anyway? Who's they? (laughs) Just somebody floating about, just decided. And so for the people listening, like people listening to the podcast, there's a lot of business owners that listen. How can human design support you in building your business? Which is obviously, that's quite a general um, question so I'm, I'll make it a little bit more specific but you know at this point of the year we, we're filming this at the beginning of October no <laughs> September um, <laughs> running a year away and it's this kind of time like I always find the beginning of September to have a burst of energy and I think that's probably because we're programmed by school because you'll you have the summer and then you just run into September but a lot of people and especially people in my membership feeling a little bit stuck a little bit lost like they're really scared because the media and blah 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 obviously there's facts there but you know that all of all of those things how can human design help you to become unstuck when you're feeling like that I love how you said you know like they're scared because of the media so I'll, I'll lead into it from there because this is this is also the power of human design so obviously 
I actually have a free introductory workshop that runs through the, the intro basics. So it's great for someone to start where they're like, I want to know, or even get a feel of how I describe things for if they want to dive deeper, you know. Um, but really with the fear thing. So we look at our society and we've got the news, we've got this, we've got, oh, they're doing better than me. Like I'm a new coach, like they're doing better than me. Like, how am I ever going to get there? Oh, I'm feeling a lack of energy. So how am I going to make money? And then we we just end up in the spiral, right? But what's happening and what human design shows us through the centers, which are the, the colored shapes in your chart, is where you're conditioned. So each center has a theme. So the head center, which is, I think about 50% of people have an open mm-hmm. head, which is conditioning, right? Right. Doubt, confusion, questions, inspiration. So if we have an open head and we're going out into the world and we're reading the news and we're da 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 then, I mean, COVID's a huge example. Now I'm not against or for, but look how easy it was for everybody to just follow what was being said right mm-hmm. and this is the open head this is the okay if there's a question I'll ask myself the question I'm taking it in as mine so in business it's beautiful to know where you're open because you're able to do a kind of overview and be like okay I'm opening my head are these questions even mine are these doubts right. even mine or is it Susan's whose profile I've just spent 30 minutes stalking who's been in business six years and now I'm like conditioned by her words like no so let me let that go right so and then also like I always say and this is why I do class myself as a business coach because I help a lot of people with their business but I will first thing I do in my mentorship is I will run you through your design because I find that your business strategy pretty much aligns with your human design strategy because if you're marketing as a projector you're not going to initiate into people's dms and things like that because you're waiting for people to see you recognize you say to you and then you're responding because you feel seen and you're Mm. going to feel successful in that sense right the only type that actually should go out and cold dm is a manifesto, 9% of the population. So can you imagine how confused so many business owners are when we're all told in marketing to call DM? Yeah. Do you know, it's always felt so... So mean, horrible! So horrible, dude. I've never really, like... If I've engaged with them in, in messages, then, I, you know, when you're at that point where you're like, but what if they miss out? I always think that I'll, I'll message them. But other than that, like, I've never... It just yeah. makes me feel rank just doesn't yeah. sit right but when I remember when I did I don't know if you remember but when I did your free report thing you said to me about my sacral something or other and you feel stuff in your gut you said something like that and I was like that is exactly what happens like I will be thinking something and I'll be like oh and I can feel it in my like in my my gut whether or not that's what I need to do or where I need to go that way and I remember and actually it goes back to traveling I used to if we you know when you go traveling you like meet random weirdos and um me and my mate I was like Lou don't go near him there's something like I just don't feel good and he ended up this bloke ended up being a really nasty person he's sort of like so I listen I've listened to it for years for ages and ages but it's really interesting that you say about like where you're open because I'm going to have to look back now and I know I'm going to book in with you for a more in-depth one but when I remember when there was something going on with China and my husband was like (laughs) you know China this is about this is ages ago it's like 
seven <laughs> years ago. So it like, you know, he was like, China is going to nuke us all or something. I was like, that is the craziest thing you have ever said. And I remember walking out thinking, who the hell is this man? If he, I'm Where sorry, babe, if you're listening, I'm sorry. You know the situation I'm talking about. I was like, he's just listening to the news. I just don't, I, I if there's something I need to know, then my husband or my father-in-law or my mother-in-law, they'll tell me. Other than that, they literally tell me the weather as well. I don't even look at what the weather is. I look at the sky. That's how I look at the weather. I don't look at the, the you know, anything because I feel like it disrupts how I feel about things when really this is, you know, I'm in it for the infinite game. Like I'm not in this to, you know, mess about. I always say to fuck, I'm not here to fuck spiders and I'm sorry if nobody likes that <laughs> phrase. But that is what I say. So I'm, I'm not, not going to be bothered. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to be bothered about, you know, like what's going on with this because there's more to it. And I know yeah. that's like a big statement and that takes a lot of courage to really believe in that. But you're you're right with how people, you know, I remember the beginning of the whole COVID situation, people being made redundant. I mean, in the UK, it was dire. And then you see so oh. many people, actually, it transformed their life being in lockdown like that. Yeah. You know, I could only see, and it was a terrible time. I'm not taking that away from people that have lost people. And, you know, I've got people that were working in the hospitals. It was dreadful. But for me and my family, it was a really magical time. Like, you know, and I think it's how you interpret it. But I suppose that goes back to how, I always flip any negative situation. I can always find, apart from there's a negative situation at the minute, I can't really find the good thing. But most of the time you can flip stuff, can't you? But is that to do with like, does human design sort of help you or um, influence? That's the word I'm looking for. Influence how you see the world and how you can interpret energy in that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I always explain um, the centers and like how, so basically rundown of the chart, we have our type. And then if you're looking at the chart, the colored ones, are the centers now type is extremely important. Strategy and authority is where you start. And then you go into centers, which are your conditioning. But this is basically how you're going to navigate the world around you in regard to what you're taking in. Right. Mm -hmm. So it really can help to be aware of that. Because if then, sorry, can you repeat your question again? I had like a brain, a brain lapse. Do you know what? I don't even know. No, it was how does it, <laughs> this is a thing. We were starting, it was like, how are we going to talk about it? I was like, oh, we'll just go on the fly. And then it's like, oh yeah, shit, we forget what we're actually saying. So no, I think I said, <laughs> um, how does human design influence how you interpret energy around you? Is yeah, that, I think that's right. what I meant. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so basically this if you're very aware of your centers and their themes so again like the head center for example we've got doubt inspiration confusion questions then the ajna yeah. is like thoughts conceptualization the way that we think right? right then we've got expression then we've got identity direction love then we've got intuition then we've got emotion so then if you're aware of that you can see what's yours what's not and also where as a coach or a business owner if you have clients or you have even kids you can really be aware of not coming on too strongly with your definition where it's like okay well I've got a fixed head so probably quite prone to having my own opinion so instead of being that person that forces it upon people I'm doing it in a way that's empowering I'm asking empowered questions rather than triggering the fuck out of everybody yeah, you know yeah. okay I'm in my emotional center 
I'm now aware that 50% of people have defined emotional centers. So they're just splurging their emotions everywhere. And I'm going to absorb those. So let me just check in. Are these even my emotions? Is this my mood? Or is it my partners? Is it my kids? Is it my friends? So then you can start to, that's not mine. That's not mine. And it's so much easier to just let it go when you realize it's not yours. Because the ego, ego loves to decipher whether it's, it's like, oh, that's not mine. Bye. That's really empowering, actually, because you think about if you're you're listening to this and you're in that in the workplace or, you know, and you've got people around you that are quite neggy and bring you down. You can really just then focus and be like, yeah, is, is that really how I see things? No, oh, I'm just going to ignore it. And yeah, like coming home from work and you're like, oh, like yeah. this and this and this. And then it's like, wait a minute. I didn't have that worry when I went to work. Why am I worrying now? Oh, because she got made redundant today. So now I'm worried about my future when she doesn't even have the same job role as me. Why am I so worried? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always find that when I'm really tired, if I've worked late and then I go, I go like go upstairs, go to bed, and then my my thoughts start going, you're you're not going to be able to do this. And you know, like they get really loud. Then I just go, Oh, shut up, you're tired. Go to bed. <laughs> and then I wake up. Yeah, and I wake up and I can't even remember what I've been thinking of. But it's that awareness, isn't it, that we can be like, yeah. I suppose when when you're tired as well, you're not able to keep not keep your I suppose it's keep your boundaries as well as with what's going on around you. And that's why, like, if anybody's and this is my opinion, but going on Instagram or social media or anything, when you're tired at the end of the day, your comparison comparisonitis is gonna be full on. And you are going to soak all that up, especially, if you know, what you were talking about. And then you're going to feel like utter shit and go to bed feeling like that. I always try now to, like, go to bed like I thank myself for stuff. <laughs> like, I, I'm really <laughs> grateful to myself that I got up at 5.30 this morning for this podcast interview. It's so <laughs> worth it. You know, like, you know, I thank me for showing up for myself, that kind of thing. But when you're talking about, like, that energy... I always I always talk about um in my membership about you can transform from a warrior to a warrior and I really believe you can if you're worrying about something that's still energy there that you can like through reframing and just sitting down having some space transform that into energy that can really boost your your business and one of my one-to-one clients last week she came to me she'd really worked herself up really really anxious she was like I haven't eaten I feel really sick like I, I just am so worried about the business and I was like yes brilliant she was like oh I don't get it I was like no but you've got all this energy we're going to work the whole session we're going to work on transforming it and by the end of it she was like I am buzzing I'm so excited this new idea we put it all into place and I was like well the energy was exactly the same it's just how you're aware of it. So is the with depending on what type you are with human design, does it is it easier for some types to be able to transform and reframe? Or is it just the element of self-awareness? Well, I'm this type and this is how I'm going to interpret it, and then going forward like that. Well, like you said with awareness, like it does start with awareness. And I do say that you do need some form of awareness over your mind if you're going to dip into human design anyway, mm. because it's it's literally registered as like an experiment. It's not just something that you know. And I mean, life is like this. It's not just something you know, and then overnight you've changed your life. It's it's applied knowledge. And this is where the having it here is great. 
but it's the integration knowledge that actually starts to trigger, oh, wow, this actually helps. So when you're aware of what type you are, you're able to really then know, again, it's the conditioning. So if you're worried about your business and you're, you're making yourself sick and all these things, well, what is that worry? Where is that worry coming from? What theme is that worry carrying? Is it identity? Do you know who you are or do you not know who you are? And that's what's causing the worry. Is it emotion? Is it willpower? Is it a self-worth thing? Mm-hmm. Or is it that you're, you've spent so much time on social media comparing yourself that now you don't know what's going on? So again, we're tapping into those different elements of our design and then seeing also like the gates which is another thing that I dive into in readings all of these themes of like oh okay well I have this channel and I have this gate so I am prone to having more of this like doubt or worry let me not like punish myself for it but understand it give it compassion but also when we know where we're conditioned it's our greatest source of wisdom because then we can actually be open to the influence without letting it weigh us down but we can start tuning into, okay, well, my identity's open. How can I tap into being a chameleon of all these different ones and build my own? Mm. Or I'm not supposed to know my next step. So also like, let me just release that completely now. Like my partner, he's got an open G, which is direction. And he will change his mind quite frequently over like his course of action. And when I found out his design, I was like, baby, you're not supposed to know your next step. You're supposed to stay open to your next step. And it will literally appear. And like the other day, he's just starting a business as a PT. And he was like, oh, I don't know whether I want to do it in England or Bali. And my friend sent me a a profile of this fitness guy who offered like a service of like an investor or something. So I was like, go on his page. He clicks this one post that's like PT course um blah 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 he's doing the course the guy's offering him a potential work spot when he's done next step seconds you know but he was piecing all these pieces together of like it could go that way let's go that way let's go now you've just cock blocked yourself in effect yeah 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 wow god it's so fascinating you know you just be like oh you're not supposed to know that worry just goes I'm just gonna sit. I'm gonna make myself a cup. It's just gonna appear. Love it. Yeah, yeah. That is fascinating. Like a lot of the time, we're just blocking ourselves because we're we're trying. And again, mental pressure. We're trying so hard to find it when we're not supposed to find it for some of us. You are fascinating. I'm like, I've got to book that bloody. I said ages ago. I was like, I'm gonna definitely be that cool. And I just they are good. I'm realizing. Like I have a skill. <laughs> yes, yeah, but that's the thing. When you find like what you're really good at, you, it's your zone of genius, isn't it? And then it just sort of like magnifies and amplifies and just helps all these people because it's understanding yourself. And it's like you said right at the beginning. You know, society puts us in these boxes, and I know, like from working in education and all the other things, just trying to. I was thinking, oh, I've got to be professional to be successful. I mean, I'm very professional, but now I'm creating a life I could just do whatever I want and help loads and loads of people do it. They do the same similar thing. Like you were saying about being a projector, I literally, all my teaching is I needed help with this. I created this strategy formula. Here you go. Literally, like I share everything. But I didn't think that that was because you know like that links to being human like projector 
And I do. So for people who are new to it, can we quickly run through the types just because people might be like, oh, that oh, that sounds I... like me. I, I need I need to go and do a, a thing. Yeah. Um, so there's five types and they have different kind of percentages of the population. So generators and manifesting generators are kind of one in the same. And the man gen is the subtype. So this makes 70 percent of the population collectively now. Generators and mangens are like the work, I call them like the worker bees, the builders. So this is why we have the nine to five, right? Because 70% of the world, what makes a generator is a defined sacral, which is your energy center in the middle, right? So the spleen and then the sacral. Mm. The sacral is like a battery pack. It's your creativity, your life force. So if you're not, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong, but what you might find and a lot of actually generators and mangens are diagnosed like ADHD and stuff because they're just all the time and Mm. even me you can feel that I've got a lot of energy so I can go out and do eight hour 12 hour days but only through my strategy of waiting to respond to the things that light my battery up right unless sacral energy is available for it I'm going to burn out because I'm using my battery on things that aren't for me, AKA so many people out in the world that are doing things from the should and they're burnt out rather than when you're lit up, it doesn't feel like work. Mm. So for the generator, it's wait to respond, which is basically just, and it's not just sitting around and waiting either. It's okay. The sun's shining. I want to go to the park. Now your mind's going to tell you that's not productive, right? It's going to tell you you need to sit down and do work and that's how you get paid. But it's like, what if I went to the park and I had this amazing idea that then I got the sacral pulse to run home and do the damn thing. Yeah. Otherwise I'm sat in this funk and I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing. And this is a lot of generators experience burnout when they're in a, you know, conditioned kind of state. Yeah. Um, Then we have the projector. So this is the wait for the invitation. These are like the world's guide. So 20%. So the projectors here to, like you said, experience, share their process, have people recognize them for their process. So again, it's not sat around like, where's my invitation? It's let me be in my craft, in my process, in my thing that I want to share with the world, no matter what, if people recognize me, fine. If they don't, fine. I'm still doing this for me. But then when people come knocking on the door, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, like, here, have it, you yeah. know, which is kind of like what you're doing, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. this is my thing, and I've just experienced it, and I want to help people, so I'm, I can give it you because I made a tangible thing. So with the projectors, there is that kind of, you're a non-energy type, which means that you get your energy from the external. Now, if you're around the right people and doing the right thing, you will have energy available, but it's also not expecting yourself to be on par with the manjens that are running around like on speed all day because you're getting that energy from them. So it's better for you to delegate the tasks that don't like you don't want to give your energy to mm. so that you can hone in on that craft. Mm, yeah, love that. And just quickly before you say the other ones, I talk about creating warrior energy and I have a toolkit that every single day there's certain things I do that I know create energy for me. Would that be the same kind of thing? Because I'm doing yeah. that every day. Cool. Oh, yeah, so you're, that's you're alive, baby. <laughs> um, Love it. And then we've got like profiles as well, which again is, is 
deeper of like okay this is our type this is our profile and that's what separates the types as well of like how we navigate how we can show up in the world um so then we've got the manifesto which is nine percent so these guys are the initiators so I always explain it always stuck with me when I read it of like these were like the kings the queens the 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 leaders of war right um if you want to put it into kind of weird perspective Hitler was a manifesto okay so, cool <laughs> know like um these are like the initiators you know these are the ones that can get these downloads and they don't need to wait for anything they just put them in they're the inventors they bring new things in whether I mean in Hitler's sense like he was like a demon you know but he still was able to master manipulate and have so much power and it's the same with like you know Troy like leaders of war Mm. like what it said back in the day was they didn't have to ask the gods for permission. They would mm. just be able to, you know. Right. So my partner's a manifester and like he just comes out with these things and I'm like, what the hell? But they have a very repelling aura because they basically have to protect themselves from the outside like projection, right? Mm. So their strategy is to inform before they act because if they don't, they drop this bomb and people are just like, what the hell is going on here? Mm. So it's like, they're not asking permission, but they're saying, I'm about to create this thing. I'm about to make this big move to everyone that's going to be involved. Pre-warning, sweet, I'm going ahead with it now because I'm not going to meet resistance. Mm. So these are like the guys that download the ideas and then they share it with the world and then it gets took into action by us. Wow, I wonder if Elon Musk is a manifester. I bet he is. Possibly. I think Obama is. Um, mm. Hitler, Obama. Um, I want to say, like, oh no, Nelson Mandela, I think, is a projector. Um, but yeah, like, there are a few names where you're like, yeah. Yeah, I can see it. that. Yeah. When it hit, I saw Hitler, I was like, that, that is it. Like, I can see it. It's like Jeddah. It's like the force, isn't it? He went to the dark side. He could have done so much good with that. Yeah, like yeah. could have been great. Could have been like amazing, but he just fucked up. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this is it. I mean, Obama changed a lot of things. You know, he was, I think, first black. Yeah, no, he wasn't the first black. First black. Yeah, he was the first black president. Yeah. There we go. Right. Invented the wheel, like really brought things into action. So, yeah, this is the manifesto type. And then we've got the um, reflector, which is one percent of the population. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> these guys are like the completely they have a completely open chart. So no centers define meaning they're open to conditioning all the time. So when they're unaware they can feel very lost at the beginning because what they do is they sample energy so if they're with you they'll they'll feel you they'll bring in your energy all of your energy and if it sits well with them they can keep parts and like kind of like build and like navigate but if they're around the wrong people they're going to be absorbing and they can feel very lost but they're really good to have um in like a work setting as somebody to go to like a council almost because they can sit and sample everyone mm. and they can see things that people don't because they can feel what other people don't so a lot of these are intuits clairvoyance you know because they feel everything mm. so it gets to the point where they're able to really pierce the veil and pick up things like one of my friends is a reflector and when I found out I was like of course she's very clairvoyant 
and she's had scenes where she's been back to like past lives and things and Whoa. she was so lost for a while but that's why god that must be a bit draining yeah. I and mean, if it, it's literally like yeah. the boy off of sixth sense then isn't it because literally yeah you're just coming around and everybody's talking to you and well not talking to you but like you feel everything whoa yeah the way they make this their strategy is to wait sorry if you can hear my psycho dog as well he's an absolute nut job um (laughs) they have to wait a 28 day cycle to make a decision so they have to sample the decisions energy over a 28 day lunar cycle can you imagine (laughs) God, it's like, like deciding for a month what you want for your dinner, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's more like big business stuff, but yeah, like, of course. No, but one of my friends, like, is a reflector. When she, she was like, God, that makes a lot of sense. And I was like, yeah, it does. And actually, when we, we spoke about it, it is that kind of sometimes she goes through these periods, um, that she, she does feel really lost, like you said. But because she's yeah. been aware of human design, she's, she's more. Before she was aware, it was much more t- difficult for her. But now she's she's sort of honing her practice and realising, actually, I need to do this. She's got a little strategy now for it. Yeah. I mean, this is another thing that human design says. It like it gives you the permission to be you. So, you know, if we did a reading, a lot of the things that I'm going to say to you, you're probably going to be like, I already knew that. Mm. But it's more of a permission of like, oh, fuck. Like, I already knew that. And bro. Um, I already knew that he's honestly a nightmare like anyone walks past the gate he's like yo um so that permission of oh maybe I was actually conditioning myself away from that Mm. and thought that that was like something that was wrong with me and now I'm realizing it's my superpower yeah god so you basically unleash people's superpowers yeah like guiding you back to your uniqueness like with my one-to-one clients as well like a lot they have their reading and then we go into like you know whatever they're working on but a lot of the time I redirect them back like I had one client projector and she was she was struggling and she was like I'm so bitter which is your not self theme of like I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm doing this like why and I was like well you do have the channel of struggle in your chart which is the warrior spirit so you know with the warrior they have to go through battle to you know, emerge and succeed. So not that your life is going to be one big battle, but it is a theme for you. And then you can guide other people through battle because you are experienced, right? That's why you're the warrior. So then we kept reminding her of this. And then it was mental. She stayed resilient. She stayed the warrior overnight, blew up on TikTok, 1,200 people in the Facebook group, all aligned, to her craft, which is feminine leadership. And now she's just booked out a retreat in like a month. Gosh, she's smashing it. And that's all she did. Oh, really? I feel like I want to be that girl now. <laughs> just Still like, yeah, it was like, just keep going. Keep on at your craft. Like, don't give up. Yes. And it was like, because you're it's your craft for a reason. You know, Amazing. it's your thing for a reason. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Bethany, yeah. this has been amazing. I ask everybody before we go um, a question about basically just reflection, really. If there was something that you wish you'd known 10 years ago that you know now, what would that be? Oh God, I'm just trying to work out how, how old I was. 18. Oh, my goodness. Probably 
I mean, 18, I was going to university. So I would probably have told myself like, yo, this is all conditioning and like, you don't really want to go and you don't need to go. Cause that was the only reason yeah. I went to university. It was like, I should, this is the path that I should, 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 and I should study this. So I would have told her, you know, like, that's not, if it's not lighting you up, babe, like you don't need to do it, but also like, you'll be led to where you need to be. Oh, I love that you know it really is if everybody if everyone had the permission to just go does that light you up no don't do it but it's so scary for so many yeah. people isn't it it's it is really and you like you say it is conditioning but when you get to the other side and it's like you know it's just when you do something that you know you were born to do and I always think about my life literally every single step has got me to this point where I'm teaching other business owners what I I know like I wouldn't be as good at good at it unless I'd been in education to learn how to really teach you know it's like yeah. all these yeah yeah I love it. so true all love of these puzzle pieces that you think what but they're all like so valid and then then you hit where you're meant to be and like even now like you don't know what the next five years is going to look like but it's it's fine because these are the stepping stones and it's always full circle amazing oh Bethany yeah. you've been lush and I feel like my battery's charged now I've got loads of energy Yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> brilliant yeah, everybody's always like I'm buzzing I'm like great yeah. Yeah. Amazing. so much <laughs> oh thank you right so how where can people find you Instagram's the best bet. I am on Facebook and stuff, but Instagram's my main platform. So if they do want to tune into that intro workshop, you can just go on my bio. Um, I always say like in terms of links and stuff, just like click on, see what you're pulled to. But I do have the free chart and I do have the free intro. And then that will give you like tasters and stuff. Yeah. And the free chart is really good. I've done it. And then you can book on for a more in-depth one, which I am going to do. But I'm yeah, everyone, but I'll put all the, the links in the show notes. Thanks so much, babe. It's been an absolute pleasure. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the No Rest for the Vivid podcast, written, produced, and hosted by Claire Hill. And music has been composed by my brother, Phil Vick.